My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine about to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag What's going on, family? Welcome to the Get to the Bag podcast You know what I'm here for My name is Tay Sweat, I'm your host And I'm here to help you get to the bag in life Not just about money, of course, we want to secure the bag Shout out to Teen Secure the Bag. But we also want to secure the bag in life, meaning your health, your wealth, and your relationships. Because let me tell you something. Seeing it in person, if you got the money, but your relationships are off and your health is off, the money don't even matter anymore. Hey, I Honestly, I've seen a lot of people want to give up the money to get relationships back and to get health back. Think about people who are dying. What's, what what good is money if your health is gone and you're dying? So that's what I want to help you with on this podcast. And today, we got a really good one. We got a really good one. Because I know a lot of my people who listen in, whether it's on Instagram, YouTube, or here on the podcast, I know a lot of y'all are entrepreneurs, business owners, right? Whatever you want to call yourself. And the reason why today is going to be really good and you probably want to stop what you're doing, turn me up a little and pay attention. Is because I've noticed something over the last few months that's causing a lot of business owners to lose money. And when I say money, I mean a lot of money. And ultimately, when I say lose money, it's basically because they're losing it. That's right. I'm talking about good business practices, y'all. Good business practices. What does that mean? Are you doing what you say you were going to do? Are you over promising and under delivering? Think about that. I've had and I'm just going to talk about my personal experiences that I've had over the last few weeks. Not even last few months, last few weeks. I've had a guy who literally I was going to be paying him $5,000 a month for his business. I don't know. I don't know how many of you all out there could live off of $5,000 a month, but that's a pretty decent amount of money from one customer. I was just going to be one customer, $5,000 a month. Right. Why did I end up end up not going with him or why did I end the contract or end what I was doing with him? Bad business practices. Hey, man, when can I have when can I have my product? When can I have this? Oh, uh, 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 yeah, I'll get that to you um, next Friday. OK, cool. My expectations, they're, they're set. My expectations are set. I'm locked in next Friday. I'm going to be waiting and. Honestly, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I am like a kid in a candy store when it comes to spending money, especially a larger amount of money. $5,000 a month. I got it. Let me tell you something. But that's not a a small amount of money. So when somebody said they're going to deliver something, I'm waiting like a kid in a candy store. I'm bouncing around. Hey, you say you're going to be done Friday. I'm ready. Where's where's my product? Oh, um. 
well, you know, some things had happened and uh, they hit me with that. You know, the cartoons give you the sweater pool where you, where you pop your collar and the, the steam comes out your shirt. He gives me one of those. Oh, what had happened was. And at that point, I don't give a shit what happened. You got my money. Where's my product? Right. Where's my delivery? So at that point, I'm checked out. Now, I usually give people the benefit of the doubt because I know things happen. But you got two times to over promise with me and under deliver. And I'm done. I'm done because I pay good. Ask anybody around me. I pay good. I take care of my people because I want to see you do. I want to see you do well. Anybody who is in my space. I want to see you do well. I want to see you take off. I want you to be up here with me. Right. And I'm going to pay you enough to where if you are managing your money right. And you're not living above your means. You will be able to get come up here with me. It'll take some patience. It will take some work. It will take some studying, but you will be able to come up here with me. Right. So. I cut the guy. Right. I cut the guy. He overpromised. He underdelivered. Right. I go to the next situation. OK, for those of you who don't know, I live in Puerto Rico. Right. I'm having a condo built in Puerto Rico. This is no cheap thing. I don't want to talk about how much it is because I'm not here to, you know, stunt. Because a lot of people say, oh, Tay, you know, you're just stunting, throwing your numbers around. I'm not here to do that. I just want to let you know another scenario. I'm building a condo in Puerto Rico. Because, of course, to take advantage of Act 60, wink, wink. I just gave a lot of you all a really sweet gem. If you just go do your own due diligence on Act 60, you can thank me later. Now, I have to do, uh, I have to basically buy a place to qualify or to uh, meet my qualifications for Act 60. So I'm compliant. I'm, I do everything by the books. You know, I'm ready for any audits because I want to make sure, you know, everything has been done right. And that's one of them. I have to buy a place. So I'm having a place built. Um, because the inventory in Puerto Rico is very dry. It's not a lot of inventory. So I ask, hey, when can we expect this to be done? Because they require 50% of the purchase price of the condo. They require 50% down up front. Not, not when you close on the house. For those of you all who know about the real estate market, usually you put 20% down when it's time to close on the house, when the house is done, you're closing, you're signing the papers to say this is mine, right? Mm -mm. Not on the close. We're talking about on the very first instant that I say I want it, they want 15% down now, they want 15% down in three months, and then they want a remaining was that 20%? So I guess the remainder of 50%. So 15, 15 and 20, they want 50% down within the first year. And now I'm thinking, wait a minute. Hmm. It's going to take you longer than a year to get this thing built. Yes. So I go, Hey, 
set my expectations for me, baby. I know we're in the middle of COVID because, of course, we started on this when COVID was happening. We're in the middle of COVID. I know things are going on. Hey, talk to me. Set my expectations for me. Give me a good, realistic date. They tell me, yeah, it'll be done in a year and a half. Now, of course, I don't want to hear that, but I set my expectations for a year and a half. A year and a half comes around. You think they're done? No. The year and a half comes around. I hear that it's going to take another year and I instantly get pissed. Why? Because you have 50% of my money, right? You have 50% of the money that's supposed to go to this condo. I can't make any money off of it. And you just told me you're going to have to hold that 50% another year, right? Another year plus. Once again, over promising, under delivering. This is the work. Now, you think I will ever buy a house or a condo from these developers ever again? No, absolutely not. And as a matter of fact, I have plenty of friends who are looking for places in Puerto Rico. You think I'm telling them about that developer? Absolutely not. They just lost millions of dollars of business because their average place that they build isn't cheap. Right now, will they will they get, you know, money from someone else? Absolutely. But could they make even more for me and the people who I know and my contacts? Absolutely. So this is something that I want to put out there for all of my business owners. Please, please, please keep a few things in mind when we're doing things. Number one. Watch what you promise. Whatever you can do add twice as much time on it because guess what i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be let down what you tell me on the front end i'm gonna either be happy or let down on what you tell me on the back end right so for example you know i know a lot of you all i've been hearing a lot of you all do t-shirts you know hey i got these t-shirts tay or i you know oils and you know incense and all these other things okay cool hey what i i need 400 incense and 400 t-shirts from you i'm here to support and i get orders like that could cripple some companies you know small businesses right but i'm here to support so when can you deliver oh uh we could be done in like a month i think i i, I could finish this in a month what you should be doing is you should be actually telling me it's going to take two months. If it's going to take you a month, even if it's comfortably, man, I know I can get that done. No problem in one month. Tell me two months. Tell me two months. Why? Tell your customer two months. Why? Because I set my expectations on the front end. And if you set my expectations and you fail me, I'm hurt. And now I don't want to work with you anymore. Right. Set my expectations on the front end and then set them way further than you know you can do. That way, when it's all said and done. When you come up and you say, hey, I know I told you two months. We're done a month and a week early. See, it took you longer than a month. It took you another week. 
your original quote, I would have been pissed because you're a week late. We're done a month and a week early. Guess what? I'm jumping for joy because I thought this order was going to take me two months to get. But you over delivered and you finished them in record time. Right. This. And I know I don't need to tell grown folks how to run business. I get it. But as a consumer and I'm a big consumer. Right. When I say I'm a big consumer, a lot of people who have the wealth that I have, they hold on to a lot of their money. They won't. They don't spend a lot. They're very stingy with their money. I like to. I'm like Mansa Musa. Y'all know me. I like to spread my money around. Hey, let's make some of y'all wealthy, too. Right. As long as you do right with your money. But I want to spread it around. Hey, what do you do? Hey, what do you do? Hey, what do you do? And if I need it, I'm hey, I'm going to spend money with you. Hey, I'm going to spend money with you. Right. So what I'm always telling people is a big consumer who has a lot to go around. Right. A big consumer. You don't want to piss me off. You don't want to lose me as one of your potential customers. Because I have a big pot. To use to spread this money around. Right. But this is what's happening <laughs> almost everywhere. Every business I have come in contact with over the last two to three weeks has had some janky shit going on. Right. I have an office building. Uh, we're in it right now. Right. I have an office, office building that I use. Right. I use it for my office. I use it for multiple things. And I have, you know, 24 hour access a little key card. I don't have my key on it, but I have a little key card that allows me to get in the building and, you know, get up to my floor anytime I need it. Let me say this. It's not cheap, right? It's not cheap. We're talking almost 10K a month. Not cheap. 10K a month is what I'm paying. I'm consider you should consider me a platinum member, right? But when I go to hit my floor and hit my key fob on the elevator, the motherfucker doesn't work. Right? Now we got a problem. Why would you piss me off and risk losing $10,000 a month? Why would you piss me off? Right? I take it to service desk. Or to, you know, customer service, whatnot. Oh, hey, we'll get that fixed. Thank you. New fob. Try it again. Doesn't work. What do you think I'm ready to do now? Because see, when you're dealing with people like me, what we'll do is we'll buy your building out and kick you out as a tenant. <laughs> right? You don't want to piss people off who have the means to patronize your business on a high level. This is something I have to teach all business owners because a lot of people don't get this. They think every customer is, is the same. You never know who you're going to run into. And a lot of people mistake me as just regular old fucking Joe Blow. Why? 
Yeah, part of it could be because I'm just a regular old black guy, you know. Oh, it's a black guy who, you know, he got a few muscles on him, so maybe, you know, maybe he plays sports, you know, but we know all sports players are, you know, going broke after they retire. <laughs> These are the fucking unbelievable things I hear often. But you never know who you're going to run into. You never know who you're servicing and a lot of times we will not tell you that you fucked up and that we're no longer coming back. We just won't show back up. So you think it's something we did. You think we don't want your product anymore. You think your product is bad or something's wrong with it. It's flawed. So now you're in your head trying to figure out what's wrong with my product. What's wrong with my service? What's wrong with what we have here? When in fact, there's actually nothing wrong with the actual product or service. You're a shitty business owner. And you're not crossing, you're not crossing your T's, dotting your I's is what the old folks used to say when I was growing up, right? You're not checking your boxes. You're not, you're not delivering what you need to deliver. Right? What do your deliverables look like? So once again, I'm saying this because I can teach you about, you know, I teach Facebook ads and how to grow your Instagram and do all of this stuff so you can grow your business and sell more products and get more customers and yada, yada, yada. I, I can do all of that. But the number one thing that I see often that's missing is when you get the <laughs> when you get the customer, you don't do right by him. You don't do right by him. So you lose the customer. So I got a few I got a few things for you for my business owners. Let's let's get into the let's get into the numbers. Let's get into the psychology because y'all know I've been running businesses for years, over a decade. Let's get into the psychology of buyers. One oh one. Number one for my business owners. I need you to know this. Once a customer, always a customer, right? What that basically means is if I give you one dollar and you got a ten thousand dollar product, as long as you don't fuck up the deliverables. I am probably going to buy you a ten thousand dollar product eventually because I just pay for the dollar product to see if you're the real thing, to see if you actually are going to do what you said you were going to do. Because if you can't do it with a dollar product or a dollar service, then how the fuck are you going to pay me what I'm owed when I pay you $10,000? Right? This is how customer psychology works. So if you can sell them a $100 product or a $50 product or a dollar product, you can scale a customer up what we call a value ladder. Right. It can happen. It does happen. I am testament of it. As a matter of fact, I started vegan trainer over 10 years ago. I was the vegan trainer. And guess what? People bought, you know, I had things that were like thirty dollars back then, you know, a little thirty dollar nutrition plan, things like that. I got people buying fifteen thousand dollar STB programs for me $25,000 STB programs for me from way back 
10 years ago when I was the vegan trainer. Why? Because when they paid me $30 for a small nutrition plan, they saw that I delivered what I said I was going to deliver. Not only that, when they received their nutrition plan, it was much better than they thought. They thought they were buying this little one page bullshit nutrition plan. But I over delivered. So what started happening was that I would have people buy the $30 nutrition plan and they go, oh, I would have paid you $100 for this. This is amazing. You have all of my you have all of my groceries laid out in a list of what I need to go get at the grocery store. That's consistent in or that's pretty much stitched through the whole nutrition plan and all the diet. It's a grocery list right here. They were like, this is amazing. You got my macros laid out. I would give you $100 for this. I know you would have because I made it that way. I over deliver. So what then what happened then? The $30 customer then comes back. If I offer something for 100 bucks, they buy that. They're like, man, Tay has never let me down. The $100 product, they're same thing. They're like, man, I would have paid you 230. I don't know why they would say 230, but I would have paid you 230 for it instead of $100. This is great. When I come out with something for 500 bucks, I would have gave you $1,000 for this. So when I then come out with something for $25,000, like STB, lifetime membership, if I can get some of them, and I will eventually, if I could get some of them on this podcast right now, many of them would say, this $25,000 lifetime program is worth 100 k I would have gave you much more for this. It's about the delivery process. And once a customer, always a customer. You just got to not fuck it up, especially when you're dealing with men. Because let me tell you something, men, we don't like change. Really, we don't really like change. I want to if I'm going to a store, I want to find out, "Mm, is this this a store I can go to and just get what I need and get the fuck out of here? Right. If it is. And that first I mean, literally just the first one, that first visit. If I can find a store and on the first visit, it delivered what I needed. At that point, every time I need something that is in that store, I'm going back to that store because I don't want to have to rack my brain trying to find out where am I going to go get this thing knowing that hey I've already been to a store that has it this is the key to having a customer and keeping a customer it's just not messing it up so men like myself we will keep going back and patronizing a business or a store because we just don't want to change we like the norm hey this store has it I know I can get it and I get I get out of there this is how we move So once again, if you are a business owner, you have to be careful in how you it's almost like rocking a baby and not dropping it. A customer is like a very fragile baby. The first time you get that customer, you have to take care of it and you have to be very fragile with it. If you mess up something, you got to clean it up real fast, real fast. How do you clean it up? Because some of y'all are going to mess up. Some of y'all going to mess some stuff up and you're going to go, hmm. Well, Tay, it's kind of too late for this customer's relationship. I messed up 
on the first go. It's still not over. Because when you see a customer who you've messed up or you've soured the relationship, it's almost better to sour the relationship and then fix it. Because now this customer starts to think, hmm, at this rate, if I ever have something go wrong, they're going to fix it. My money's good here. This is the key to running a business and keeping a customer. So remember, once a customer, always a customer. If you get a person to buy a dollar product from you or service, no matter how high your service goes, that same customer, if you do well in managing and keeping that customer happy, they will buy whatever your highest product is. Number two, customer psychology. It takes seven to 20 touch points before someone is ready to take an action on whatever it is you have. If you want them to click the link in your bio, they're going to need to see you seven to 20 times before they're ready to click that link. If you say swipe up and go do this before they swipe up and go do whatever you just wanted them to do, they're going to need to see or hear from you seven to 20 times. This is a touch point psychology we have with customers, right? So as long as you know these things as a business owner, because I want to help my small business owners, I want to help my entrepreneurs, and I really want to help you all be successful. If you can remember those two things, number one, once a customer, always a customer. Number two, seven to 20 touch points that will allow you to get as many customers as you want and then keep them. But what do you have to do? You have to speed up the touch points. If you need 100 customers a month right what do we need to do boys and girls well if you need 100 customers a month well you got to make sure 100 customers or 100 potential customers get 7 to 20 touch points within a month you need to find out how to speed that up there are ways to do it and we won't get too deep into it but there are ways to do it Facebook ads, posting more frequently. Check out some people online. Look at Derek Grace. Derek Grace posts so much, it pisses me off. <laughs> Shout out to my boy. It pisses me off because I get tired for him. I'm like, fuck, Derek, there's no way I'm posting that much. But he does it because he knows that if he can post five to 12 times a day, he's speeding up the touch points. And the more you see him, touch point, touch point, touch point. So if he can get seven to 20 touch points in two days, he can get that next customer the second day. This is how it works. Now, not everybody knows this information, but I promise you, those who do, they utilize it and they make good money. And I can tell you the example I just gave you, Derek Grace, that's a good friend of mine, of mine, love Derek. He's killing it. And we're very, very close in like, in like minds. Right. We're about family and business <laughs> and enjoying life. Right. And one of the things that you'll notice, he, he makes a crap ton of money. I think last year he did like 11 million. Why are we not learning from the people who are doing monumental shit? 
Name me another black man who's making five over five million a year in business. Not not an athlete, not an entertainer. Name me another black or brown. I should I'll even take brown. Name me a black and brown man who's making more than five million a year. Should I'll even take a million. Most don't even do that. We should be learning from the people doing monumental shit. This is why I started the podcast. So keep those two things in mind that I talked about. And I got to say this last thing to finish up. Please. Under promise, over deliver. Set my expectations way further than you need. If you need a month to figure shit out and to get it done, tell me two months. So when you figure it out in a month, and you can deliver me my product or service in a month and a half, I'm happy because you're early. So please over deliver and make sure these people are happy and you're meeting their expectations. All right. So I love y'all comment, like, subscribe, do all that great stuff. I need you to support this because I want to get it out to more. And like I always tell you all, I am going to over deliver in value, free value so much that it makes you uncomfortable. You know, my you know exactly what I'm about to say. My example, like that creepy guy at the bar, ladies, that keeps buying you drinks and you're wondering what the hell does he want from me? What do I owe him after all of these drinks that he has bought? Yeah, I'm that creepy motherfucker that's going to keep delivering value and time all right why would i do that because i love you all and i want to see you do great i want to see you get to the next level so keep tapping in i'll see you on the next one we out